I was dedicated, number one. Number two, I was still detached. I wasn't too focused on it. I was even more dedicated in getting my chicken barbecue ready up and running so that ah, I will stay for this school. Do you understand? I was dedicated, I was detached, and I was trusting God because I had a childlike mind. To trust God just means have a childlike mind. I never thought that there would be money issues. If I had for once said, ah, for this money, how would I be able If I had for once reasoned how, the problem with us is we're always thinking for God. Sometimes we always think, how will it happen? That is for God. Anything how is for God to do. Your own is where. Where are we going, Lord? Then the how is the Lord's part. If I had sat down and said, how can this money be enough? If I started doing the calculation as an adult, I wouldn't have gotten that miracle. I wouldn't have gotten that goal of getting... In fact, the thing happened within, in less than one month of me setting out my intentions. Do you understand? So it's looking back now that I understood what happened then because I know the principles now. So I understood now that, oh, that was why that miracle happened at that time. and dedication to help women become better has led me on a journey to discover for myself the secrets of living a successful and fulfilled life. The Money Magnet Podcast is a show that embraces my discoveries of success principles that has worked for me and a host of experts of health, relationship, business and spirituality who will be gracing this show with their voice to uplift our listeners to greater heights. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome, good evening. Good evening. So today we'll be talking about, so we'll be talking about how to work out your miracles, okay? Okay. Yeah. Um, anybody wants to pray? All right. Um, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this minute. Thank you because your word says where two or three are gathered, you are always here. So we are assured of your presence with us tonight. We thank you for your wisdom, even as as we share your word. We thank you because indeed our lives will not remain the same again. Thank you because from this meeting, we move closer to achieving our purpose on earth in the name of Jesus. Thank you because your wisdom will give us the ability to do and to become better in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you will be able to account for the minute that we spend here tonight. And we can say indeed, our lives has changed, our lives have transformed as a result of your word. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we're afraid. Amen. Amen. Yeah, welcome everybody. Today's class is how to work out your miracles. So far, so good. We've been doing well. We've been doing awesomely well. <laughs> and um, topics has been progressive in fact because i think they were needed to set the mind set the frame of mind for everyone so we can begin to think of how to make things work out for us in our lives okay first time i talked about i think the first class was about god who we are in god who we are um and the power we possess and concept of sin, you know, trying to teach us that we are all worthy, you know, trying to teach us our power. The second one was, and not just, the first one was um, trying to teach us our power and also trying to let us know our purpose here on earth, which we concluded is happiness, okay? Come to experience all kinds of emotions true, but in all those emotions, we're supposed to overcome them and move towards happiness. That's the goal. Once you reach happiness, everything else becomes easy. Love, happiness, everything becomes easy. Okay, so the next class we had was helping us to know how we can maintain that happiness, you know, day to day, even when it looks like 
why should I be happy with all these things going around in my life? So I gave practical tips that we can apply in any situation at all, okay? To move towards a state of happiness. Because number one, being in a state of happiness allows you to also be in a state of love, which we all know God is love. And that's a highest state you ever want to be in on earth, okay? Being in a state of happiness is bliss as well. It's like staying in heaven, in fact. When you're always happy, people will be looking at you like, who is doing this one? All this is not affecting now. Yes, it's not affecting you. Because you found out a way to make yourself happy in this world. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. So yeah, you figured it out. <laughs> so that's it. And the most important part of happiness, which people don't talk about, is it brings about happy things, miraculous things to your life easily. The moment you consciously decide to choose happiness, you realize that happy things will start to happen around you. Okay, now, so people will be like, okay, but practicing happiness, what other steps can I take? Because as humans, we are supposed to strive towards something, okay? So every, you can't just say, I'm happy and lie down on the bed. You can't just say, I'm happy and, and just relax and chill for one year. It's not in our nature. We were not designed that way. We were designed to do something, right? Good. So um, that is where we're going to come in here in working out your miracles. So because we are humans, we are designed to do something. That means we're designed to have goals. We're designed to have a vision and goals that will guide us to those vision or that vision that we have. First thing is I'd like to know how many of us Okay, maybe we're not much here. Let me not ask the question so that it won't take our time. I'll just like to let you know anyways that you should have a vision for your life. You should have a picture in your mind. You should have a goal that you wake up to every day that keeps you going, okay? It's not enough to just... Um, in fact, it's not a good life to wake up and not know what you're doing next in life. It's not a good one at all, at all, at all. That doesn't mean you must walk, no, or you must you must be uh, walking nine to five or doing no, no, no. That's not what I'm trying to say here. A vision. I don't know if I mentioned it in the first class. It should be that whatever you are doing should be in service to humanity. When you look back at your life, you'll be proud of it. Like you'll be like, oh my god, I did something awesome. I touched lives. I did. I did. It could be that your, I don't know, whatever it is, it could be that your vision is as simple as farming. That farming you do, if you put love and happiness into it, trust me, it's going to touch a lot of lives. People are going to feel differently when they eat your crop. They are going to come and testify to you that, look, I don't know what you do, but anytime I eat your produce, I feel better, I feel healthier. Because you've put love and happiness into it. Maybe that's your vision. You want to make people around you healthier and happier and you put your love and your happiness into your family trust me people are going to testify that something is different about what you do so first thing first as humans have a vision this is where you'll be able to create your goals from your vision you'll be able to create your goals because goals are time bound visions can be everlasting can be at the end of your life this is what i want what do you want people to know you for what do you want the world to know you for it could be anything like that okay so, but I'll recommend one book. <laughs> I'm always recommending books. <laughs> you people get tired, right? <laughs> oh, God. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, very good. Yeah. How to get from where you are to where you want to be. That's the title of the book by Jack Canfield for writing out your vision. Okay? Did you guys hear that? I got the title, but not the name of the title, not the name of the Jack Canfield. Okay, okay. That's the success principle, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, I already, yeah, I'm already reading it. I'm almost done. So I know, I know. Awesome. The, yeah. Awesome. So I want others to go get that book first. Before you can talk about a miracle, what is a miracle? A miracle is something you desire to happen in your life, right? is unexpected you don't know how it will come about so before you talk about working out a miracle you have to have something that you desire that is a vision that is a goal what's your desire 
Mm? You have to have that first. First thing is to have your vision in mind. Write it out plainly. Even the Bible says, write it out plainly, right? Can you give me that quote? I say there's a quote in the Bible that says, write it out plainly. Can you give it to me? I'm not sure okay. that. Yeah, uh, I think I'm Write the vision down. Yeah, so that they may yes. run with this Exactly. That's the essence of writing it out so that when you see it, you know your direction. You have to have a sense of direction. We came here to do something awesome on this earth. We came here to experience all the good things of this earth. But when we are not experiencing it, in fact, depression will start setting in. But when you have a vision that you are running by, how will you be depressed when there's something to keep you excited every day? It doesn't matter the obstacle. Trust me, you might think there are obstacles, but what will even be more fulfilling is at least I did something about my vision today. Do you wake up every morning and say, yes, I know I have something to do about my vision today. Do you sleep at night and feel good about yourself? Like, ah, I did something about my vision. And trust me, your vision is not tied to your amount of money in your bank account, though. no. It's not tied to your marital status, no. So this is where you begin to let go of all those nonsense societal goals that we are built into us when we were young. You think life is all about getting a job, getting married, staying married, doing the, the life is so much more than that. Yes, those are great things that happen in life. But when you're so focused on one particular thing, you won't even see your vision. And you even marry wrongly. If if let's say a, a young lady that is still looking for husband, because you don't even know where you are going. How will you not marry someone that will take you to where you are going? Then you end up being frustrated in the marriage because the guy doesn't even know where you two are going. Maybe him himself, he doesn't know where he's going in life. He doesn't know the direction he's going. So how will the marriage work? Sometimes it's not even about um, this person is bad or this person is good. It's just incompatibility because both partners don't know where they are going. They don't know where they are going in life. So it may not work, no matter how good they are to each other, how lovely they are. When there's no vision, it will not But if there's a vision as a young lady in your heart, you see a guy that is running on the same path. Trust me, there's a likely chance that you guys can end up well. It's very, very likely because people are running on the same path. But when you see a guy that is running on another path, will you go and meet the guy? Or even if the guy asks you out, you tell him no now because you already know he's not on the same path on the same type of journey with you. So it won't work out. This thing that they are saying, women be submissive, women be submissive. It's very easy to be submissive when you and the guy are on the same path. Very, very, very easy, honestly. Because who wants to stress himself? Me, I, I like soft life, or I like baby girl life. Me, I don't like to hustle, honestly speaking. So I would like a guy that is on the same path with me so that he can go and hustle or the hustle. When he comes back, I'll touch his head and say, baby, you've done well today. Welcome home. <laughs> because he's on the same path with me. So it's easier. It's easier for us to go on the same journey together. Life is easier for the two of you together. So it's very, very important before you can talk about miracles to have a vision first. Have a goal. Have a driving first. Have something. And when you have the vision, you now start breaking it down. When you read that book, how to get from where you are to where you want to be, the success principles, read it very well and practice what is there. You begin to have a good vision of what you want in life. You begin to assign yourself goals you want to do and give yourself simple goals. Honestly, your goals don't have to be tremendous per day. Because it builds up. So don't stress yourself. Don't even bother stressing yourself. God is a miracle worker. Just make sure that every day you're doing something about your vision. That's just. If you say, oh, I want to be, maybe I want to teach children. Okay. And you've tried applying for a teaching job in schools and they're not accepting you. No problem. That is just a goal. It's not your vision, right? sit down and say okay how else can i teach children can i write a book can i think of creative ways okay think of ways to move about around your vision like okay can i go and start telling children's stories in hospitals things like that it could start like that the end goal is you have it in mind but it doesn't mean that the part is necessarily that one part of going to no, there are several parts, there are several ways you can do it, or whatever. I don't know how the phrase goes. 
So that's number one. Have a vision. Have a goal. Number two, some people will say, oh, but how do I sustain this vision when there's no money? Remove your mind from this thing. You have all the money in the world. <laughs> yeah, because God has all the money in the world and you're one with God. So why are you bothered about it? The question you should be asking yourself now is, let's say the amount of money you're thinking of is 10 million naira, let's say. So if they say, if I give you 10 million naira, for example, today, what would you do? Can you answer? Can you execute that 10 million naira to achieve your vision to the extent that you would love to see it come to life, that you'd be proud of it and say yes? If you cannot see yourself working with that 10 million naira, that 10 million naira will not come to you, I'm sorry. No matter how you pray, the 10 million naira will not come to you because you did not see yourself using that money or doing that thing with that money. So that is why I say start with vision and don't be scared about money. Once you start with vision, the money, how to spend the money, you start writing it down, sir. Because when you are writing your goals, you'll be writing how you get to go about it, right? You'll be writing all those stuff. How to get the money will start coming to you. You'll realize that ah, this money that I thought does not was not around me is actually around me. You start seeing money coming to favor your course from left, right, and center. Even the book that I recommended today will help you, guide you on how to go about it too as well. Remember I said in the first class, it is for man to strive, overcome, and rise. So it's not any little thing that maybe you go for a fund and you tell someone, okay, um, I have a project and I need five million naira for this project to be executed. And the person says, I'm sorry, I can't give you that money. Then you go and start feeling frustrated. A lot of people had, a lot of successful people had like hundred no's before they became successful in their vision. The woman who, who designed Canva, do you know how many rejections she got before she got one yes? So many rejections, so many reasons, because part of the rejection was she co-founded the vision with her boyfriend. They were not even married as at that time. So because of that, a lot of people were skeptical, like, so if you people not separate, what we have, you know, a lot of people didn't invest in her business. But look at her now. She's one of the wealthiest women on earth. Like, she just blacks in, she in. Canva is there making her money for her. So, if she can tell her story of how many no's she received, you too will be encouraged. That is why we share this kind of classes to encourage everyone. So don't think that money is your problem. When you have a vision, don't ever think like that, please. Money is never the problem. The problem is what would you do when the money gets to you? If you are not ready for the money, the money will not come. That is what I've seen in this life. I've tried it several times and I've seen that it's true. The moment you are ready, everything that you need for to execute financially spiritually physically to execute that vision will start coming it may not come at the rate that you are thinking because maybe you think it should happen today today no relax <laughs> he is the perfect timer he knows everything when everything should happen the perfect and you realize that when all those things start happening it look like a miracle to you because you're like oh my god no wonder oh my god you'll be so amazed okay that's number two. Remove the concept of no money around you. Remove it. Number three, I want to talk about is display your words. Yeah, you have to learn how to display your words. You have to be self-aware. You have to figure out how to get yourself to that point that you are confident. You know who you are. You know what you can offer to the world. If you really want, if you are all about... Um, if your vision is all about helping people, you know, or whatever it is, I don't even know. Because there are some people in life generally, they don't have much, um, how do I say, they don't have much drive. Their vision is just to enjoy life. Yeah. That one is not a problem. Their own is as long as they go wake, wake up in the morning, go to work and come out, they're satisfied. It's okay to be like that. But if you are the person that has drive, you are the type of person that has drive. You have to learn how to be self-aware so that you'll be able to display your words very well. You have to build up your confidence. There are so many ways to build up your confidence. I'll send a link on how to build up your confidence later. You have to build up your confidence because it matters. When you enter 
a room filled up with people that have money to push your vision for you, how are you going to present yourself if you're not confident, if you don't know what you're worth? How are you going to do that? Okay, you have to, in every way you can, display your worth. Try your best. To if you want to look good, look good when you're going out. You can even dedicate every um, 10 minutes or 30 minutes walk around your environment. If you live in a very sophisticated area where wealthy people are, for example, lucky or something, I don't know. You can say, ah, every evening by 7.30, maybe that's when people are back. I'll take a walk for one hour. Then make sure you prepare very well. Bathe, spray the best perfume, you know, look good. Step out in confidence, you know. Step out and in your mind, you know what you're stepping out for. I'm going to meet somebody that will change the thing. You know, figure out what it is. I don't know who you want to meet. I don't know what you want to achieve. But have that intention. That's one. Have, see, I've been saying intention from day one because intention matters. You, you must have an intention in anything. You don't wake up in the morning and go out randomly. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But have an intention. The essence of having an intention is you are aligning the spiritual forces. When you tell yourself, this is what I'm going out for, and you mean it and you do it every day, trust me, all the forces around the world will move to answer you. Okay. Step out. Are you guys hearing me? Clearly. Very okay. clearly. Okay. Step out with an intention. Let's say your intention is to meet someone that can change your life. Maybe you know someone that you know that he hangs around this area and maybe he can give you access to something you've been looking for. You understand? Just step out in that, with that intention in mind. Okay, God, I'm going out now and I hope to meet someone that can change something for real for real for me step out like that dress up make make it a ritual make it an occasion every week okay maybe two times a week i'll step out you know make it something that is exciting to you just do it and you see that it will work i've done that several times and i found out that it worked there was a time when i was much younger i said oh god i know that if i go to this course there's a course then it was a finishing school and that course was a little bit pricey then I, it had me I, because I was in I was doing my youth service then. I had to use like maybe three months of my allowance to pay for the course or something. So they, but they now, funny enough, they now that particular year they now said you can pay in deposits. And in my mind, I was like, ah, if I go to this course, I know I'll meet a guy that is very good, that is wealthy. I know I'll meet someone that will take care of me and all that. You know, it happened. <laughs> understand so i went for the course i forgot about my intention but it was my intention from day one well, you know when you think of something you won't take it seriously i totally forgot about the intention you get so i went i paid for the deposit so i deposited i started the class and i was active i was i was enjoying the class so i was so active i don't know that one fine cute guy was just there looking at me looking at me every day trying to get closer and closer every day in class no, no, until the last day, he now sat next to me. <laughs> so that was how we started the relationship. And he paid for the rest of the class. <laughs> so yeah, it was later looking back and I realized, oh my God, I had that intention in my mind. That was why it happened that way. I really wanted to date the cute, you know, elite guy and everything. I was just imagine. What is Raz guy that I'm dating? I'm tired of dating Raz guys. <laughs> I hope my story is not awkward. Oh my god. Are you guys listening at all? So I did that intentionally. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Okay. I did that intentionally because I wanted to date somebody of a higher social status. Even though yeah, the whole relationship didn't work after some time, but at least that intention. Then I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the meaning of setting out an intention. But looking back now, I can tell that that was what happened. Okay, so set out an intention every time you want to do something. Set out an intention, okay, and then you find out that things will just happen even the way that you don't even expect. 
right then the next thing is um you have to be grateful every day you wake up yeah i taught that um last class happiness and everything happiness is end product of gratitude right when someone gives you something of course you'll be happy so when you're waking up in the morning please wake up happy so the happy things will start happening around you. i've tried it anything i consciously choose happiness i always see the result at the end of the day something beautiful happened that day honestly something amazing always happen when i consciously choose happiness so best practice choosing happiness every day wake up and say i'm grateful I'm grateful and maintain that you can spend five to ten minutes meditating like saying oh god i want you can even envision how the day will go and how it will end how happy you will feel so one thing that will help you stay grateful too is to have your goals like i said before when you have your daily goals You'll be able to see some things that worked out for you and you'll be like, oh God, I'm so grateful for this. And some things that happened that was even beyond what you imagined. You're like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. But when you don't write those things down, how would you know what God has done for you? How would you know? How would you know? You would never know. You would see it as ordinary. But when you're writing those things down, when you look back, you'll be able to tell at what point those miracles happen. Okay? So start your day with gratitude, end your day with gratitude and try to reflect on the happy moments, like I said before. Reflect on your happy moments. They mean a lot, you wouldn't understand. They mean a lot because what you are doing to your spirit, you are telling your spirit, this is what I enjoy. This is what I want. This is who I am. And this is what I want to be. Like everything around you, I can't explain it in details now, but I know for a setting that the spirit forces move. I talk to the air. I don't know if people do that. I'm a Christian, yes, but I talk to because I believe God is everything. That is me personally. I believe God. I talk to the air. I talk to you. When I wake up in the morning, I say, God, I'm so grateful. As I step out, the air is bringing in good tidings. As I step out, my feet, I'm touching good tidings. My feet are touching good tidings on the ground. As I drink this water, I'm drinking in good tidings. You know, I'm saying, I'm talking to these things and I'm picturing the air as a human being. I picture the waters and they listen, they hear and they obey. This is when I do these things. I'm not joking with you. Beautiful things happen to my life. Anytime I practice it, sometimes it's just that, you know, as humans, we'll just be like, we'll not remember, we'll not do some things at times, you know. But when you make it a habit, trust me, every day miraculous things start to happen because all these elements you think they don't hear they hear you the stone hears you even in physics you think that a table is not moving a table is moving but you don't know that it's moving in physics we learned it that atoms and electrons are in movement right so a table is made up of atoms made of electrons they are moving you are just not seeing it they are hearing you all these things are energies all these things around you so wake up happy your room will know that you are happy and give you happy things the air we know you're happy and give you happy things the water you drink will know you're happy and give you happy things the food you eat will know you're happy and give you wake up happy sleep happy maintain that energy i've taught you how to do that yes there are times when things will go so wrong that you want to cry out it's allowed i i, I thought that last class but please try to find a way back i'll be having courses on that how to find your way back to happiness in the future and maybe I'll let you guys know about it. But in the meantime, practice all those things that I've taught you. These are things that provide the miracles that you're looking for. No matter the kind of miracle, no matter the kind of desire, no matter everything is possible on earth, just believe and let God do his part. Your own part is to believe. And the way to believe is to be happy about it, to trust and know. Never fret. Yes, it, it sounds easy to say, you might say, oh, it's so easy for you to say, you're not in my situation. I've been through hell. I know that, yes, the moment I release it to God, that is even when it, all the miracles happen. It's, it seems like it's not easy, but there are patterns you can practice to help you make it easy in your life. If you keep doing them, it becomes easy. It's just like riding a bicycle. The first day you start, it will look like it's impossible. You can't do it. But the more you keep riding the bicycle, the better you get at it, right? That's just life. The more you keep practicing those habits that help you stay happy, stay grateful, receive your miracles, 
the more they keep happening in your life. And then another thing, when you have a goal, detach from the goal. Okay? Yes, you are dedicated to the goal. Every day you are doing something about your goals. Like I said, you have to be doing something about your goal. Man cannot stay in void. Man cannot stay without doing anything. Even if it's to go and be fetching water every day, that is your goal. You must do it. Because if you sit down without doing anything, somehow, somehow, depression will set in. You have to figure out what is that goal you can easily do daily to reach your vision. Okay? Think like a child. Now, don't think like an adult at this point. Because the more you think like an adult, the more you start to bring impossibilities. But children don't know what impossibilities is. It's adults that teach them what is impossible. Okay, so now you have to learn to think like a child. Go back to those happy things that you can do. That will... Let me give you an example. Um, there was a time in my life, I used to have so many heartbreaks, so many, you know, I was tired of men. I was sick and tired of men then. That was before my ex. I used to have an ex-husband. Okay, let me just say it now. <laughs> that was before my ex-husband. So, um... I'm sick and tired of men, actually. I, I got tired. I just took a book. I started reading. You know, I was so depressed. I started reading. Somehow, that's why I recommend books. Because books have a way of uplifting you. Good books do. So, somehow, I got uplifted, you know, to drive towards my own goals. Think about myself. I said, to hell with men. I'm not even going to think about men again. I'm tired, you know. Let me just think about my life. Let me just think about what I can do for myself. Grow my business or something, you know. That was what I was thinking about then. So I started saying, okay, let me do barbecue chicken. And and my goal then, hey, I had a goal then. I wanted to go to a fashion school. And I wanted to go to the best fashion school in Nigeria. So I started, I said, but I don't have money. And my parents cannot support me in this journey. I know them. They, they don't want to use ear to hear that. Because I've been trying to sew on my own, but they don't like it. They always scream at me. They always discourage me. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this on my own. After reading the book, you know, I, there was a book I read, I can't remember the book. Is it One Millionaire or something? I'm trying to remember the book. I read that book, I got inspired. I got up, I started making a list of things that I can do to save money. Okay, so I was like, okay, if I do barbecue chicken now, and I make like 20,000 a week, you know, I was calculating the money in my head. I'll not save like 15K a week, you know, I'll not do this, I'll not do that. All those things were childish thoughts, which looking back now, I wouldn't have been able to save that money <laughs> because I was, because I wanted to do that was a thousand euro because it was this lady that she used to charge in euro then. I can't remember her name again. Hi. Caroline, something I can't remember, but there's a fashion school then that used to charge in euro. It was a thousand euro she was charged, or one thousand five hundred euro. So in my mind, I was, I was, I was like, if I save ten ten k like this, eh, in one year like this, eh, I'll make the money. <laughs> For my mind, I'll make money like I'll save and make money like that. You know, looking back now, like you were, you were so childish. But do you know what? It happened in a miraculous way for me. I didn't even have to do the chicken barbecue anymore. I woke up each day thinking of how to do the chicken barbecue. Why? I had in mind that I was going to go to one of the best fashion schools in Nigeria. I already have a goal. I had a vision. I wanted to achieve. So every day I'll wake up, I'll Google, I'll search online how recipes because I love intercontinental dishes. So I'll try them. I'll go to ShopRite. I'll buy all the spices. I'll come back, I'll try those things. You know, my house was filled with spice. In fact, my parents, everybody was just laughing at me. Like, what am I doing? I didn't mind. I was doing the little I could do with the little money I had, you know. Any small money that I enter my hand, I'll just go and buy spices. I'll try the recipe, you know. I was just doing all that, all in the name of getting to the fashion school, right? Now, in the process, I met a man, which was my ex-husband now, and uh, he now asked me what I wanted to do. I told you I want to go to fashion school. He said, okay. He traveled. He didn't take up to two days or three days. He sent me the money. I was that was the first time a millionaire entered my account. I was my heart just a big beam. I see if I missed a bit. <laughs> like, how is this possible? Like, how? You understand? Like 
I didn't even have to do the chicken barbecue anymore. Why? Because I had that childlike thought that I could save for it. It's possible. There was no impossibility in my mind at that time. Do you guys get it? Yeah, so there was no impossibility. That's why I said remove anything impossible from your mind. It does not exist. Anything that you say is impossible will become impossible to you. At that time, looking at it now as an adult, with the eye of an adult, I was being silly because I can 10,000 naira a week save me up to a million naira. Even I will have expenses along the line. I never thought of my expenses. I never thought of every other thing that could happen. All I was thinking is I'll be able to save for it and I'll be able to go to my fashion school at the end of the year. And my goal had a time. My goal had a time. I said at the end of the year, I have to go to this fashion school. And that was not all. I started going around all the um, best fashion schools in Lagos. I first went to that school I wanted to go, but the way they treated me, I didn't like it. So I didn't even go that. They were relocating, but they were just doing somehow. I just like, these guys, they are not serious. I left. And all this while I was going around this fashion school, I had not met this guy. So, but every day I was doing something towards my goal. That's the, that's the message I'm trying to say. Are you doing something towards your goal? You don't have to have one naira. I did not have one naira in my account when I was going around all those fashion schools. And each time I go, I'll go like a boss. I'll be so confident. I'll be like, please, can I see your syllabus? That's what I always say. I don't even care. If I go there and they didn't understand me, I'll be like, these people are not even serious with their business. Do you understand? I was that confident when I was going around to all these fashion schools. As if I knew what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I shall know that a school should have a syllabus. Any school that does not have a syllabus has not started. <laughs> because I need to know what I'm paying for. I can't be paying so much money and not know what I'm paying for. Do you get so I took it upon myself to go around. I went around the Kedja looking for the best fashion school before I found uh, Nobel Africa. That was where I eventually ended up going. The very day I found Nobel Africa, the, the very next day is when I met this guy that I told you sent money to my So to show you that God was watching, God was seeing the spirits, everybody, they are paying attention to what I was doing. I was dedicated, number one. Number two, I was still detached. I wasn't too focused on it. I was even more dedicated in getting my chicken barbecue ready up and running so that ah, I will stay for this school. Do you understand? I was dedicated, I was detached, and I was trusting God because I had a childlike mind. To trust God just means have a childlike mind. I never thought that there would be money issues. If I had for once said, ah, for this money, how like how if I had for once reasoned how? The problem with us is, we're always thinking for God sometimes. We always think, how will it happen? That is for God. Anything how is for God to do. Your own is where? Where are we going, Lord? Then the how is the Lord's part. If I had sat down and said, how can this money be enough? If I started doing the calculation as an adult, I wouldn't have gotten that miracle. I wouldn't have gotten that goal. Of get, in fact, the thing happened within in less than one month of me setting out my intentions. Do you understand? So it's looking back now that I understood what happened then because I know the principles now. So I understood now that oh, that was why that miracle happened at that time. I was setting out every day on a goal. I had a vision in mind. Okay, even though my how was childish i was thinking it was by saving of which if i look back now i know that i wouldn't have been able to save based on realities of life but my mind did not go to the realities of life i did not think ah will i buy dress for myself will i buy earrings will i buy soap will I? I didn't think of that all i thought of was if i get ten thousand i'll save it i'll keep it out you know i was just childish in, and that's the best way to approach god just think of nothing stopping you Nothing will stop you the moment you're free your mind like that. Okay. Um, what else can I add to this? So now working out your miracle is um is not something new or strange. Go and listen to motivational speakers, they all say the same thing. Why do you think they say the same thing? Is it that ah, they just want to bobo us? No. They've done it. 
the only challenge is can we can we do it can we actually take our time to do it how easy do you think it is it is as easy as your mind has set the moment you tell yourself i can do this thing you begin to do it okay these motivational speakers they've done it they've seen all of them listen to them they have the same phrase they have the same lines they have they have the same i don't know how to explain they have the same way they talk it's not a coincidence that they talk the same way it's because they've done the same thing that shows that there's a pattern to achieving what you want to achieve in life just take a model that you would like to model after it's always good to have a model take a model too watch the pattern of that model what do they say what do they believe in what do they think what what like how do they reason listen to pastor chris pastor chris does not believe in the impossible he does not and he knows who he is like i said display your words have your confidence he knows who he is he can challenge the government at any time and they will do nothing about it do you think that that's ordinary that's because he knows who he is he knows that he knows nothing can touch him when COVID was going on, everybody was talking. He was talking against everything they were doing, and still, government did nothing to do. Do you understand? So there's a pattern in everything in life. The moment you become confident, the moment you know God more, the moment you understand who you are in Christ, the moment you begin to trust Him, because if you know who you are in Christ, you would leave Him to do everything for you. you trust? No, it's not like you know you will not do anything. No, your part is just to. The point is just to dream. Dream. God is asking, what do you want? Dream it. Do it. It's like a dream. What you're doing on earth is like a dream. You understand? He wants to see, what do you want? You dream it out for him. So me going then, let me use the example of going to look for fashion to attend. I was dreaming it to God. So God was seeing the picture. And he did his own part. How it came to pass is his business. It's not my own business. My business is to dream. Do you get it? So if you can trust God to that level. And these principles work for even people that don't know God. That's how amazing it is. Let me tell you the truth. People that don't know Jesus. In fact, in every religion, the miracles happen. Why do you think miracles happen in every religion? Because the principle is the same everywhere. As long as you know that you know that it's going to happen for you, it will happen for you. You don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just knowing and trusting in the Lord. That is how it, as simple as a child trusts in his parents. Do you know that children see their parents as God? Like, hey, my mom can do everything. My dad can do everything. You know the way children trust that you can do so much? That is exactly how we should trust God. You understand? Without limiting him, without trying to think for him what he should do for us. Yes, it's good to desire. Have a vision, but I've told you how to have the vision. It should be in love. It should be in human service. It should be in um, something that when you look back on, you'll be like, oh, I had a beautiful life. Okay? so that is your own part dream it out dream dream to god any other thing is extra when you are going out every day to work do you ask yourself what's the purpose do you sit back and ask yourself what's the purpose if that work is not serving any purpose in your life you'll be depressed in it okay now, i'm not saying everybody should go and resign no that's not my story i'm just trying to tell you in everything there should be a purpose that is how you live a beautiful and happy life I set out my goals the night before, most times, not every time, oh God will help me, shall let it be every time. But most times, I sometimes when I want to get serious like this, I'll just write my goals in the night. <coughs> this is what I will do tomorrow. And honestly speaking, the speed with which I will do it the next day, it will be so easy because I set it out in the night. The next day is so easy. I wake up, I meditate, I know, I program my day based on those goals. That's another thing you can do. Program your day in meditation or prayers. Based on those goals you wrote in the night, program it that as you step out. I usually have one word. I can have a mantra per day that I use. 
if it's peace I want at that moment, I'll start to say, I see peace and I receive peace. Okay? I see peace and I receive peace, depending on what the goal is that day. If the goal is to meet um, someone that will help me, I say, I meet help everywhere I go and I offer help everywhere I go. Do you understand? Do you get the keyword? Now, that one word can set your whole day because you already know the goals you have for that day. That one word, when you wake up, you say you are grateful, you are grateful. You now take time to say, I see peace and I receive peace. Receive. Receiving is different from getting. You can't force it. To receive peace is to appreciate. To receive is to appreciate. Okay? Like when you walk on the road, you just find that something will do so somebody will do something awesome for you. At that moment, take time to reflect and say, Oh my god, this is so cool. You have received peace. There, there were times when I used to do that. I was okay, I receive favor and I give favor. And then I consciously, when I go out, if I see someone in need, I'll consciously help that person because that was my mantra for the day. And lo and behold, that day I always get more than one or two people helping me out in things that I did not even know who to help me out with. There were times when during the cashless I was stranded, people would give me cash. People would, on their own give me their money. Do you know what it means for people to give you cash in, in cashless society? They, they will give you 1000 2000 Ah, is that not a miraculous thing? Awesome. It is. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that cashless time, people hardly give out cash, right? But I'll yeah. go out and I'll get cash and come back. I'll go out without one naira and come back with cash. Because I set the intention in the morning. You understand? I'll say I receive favor. And, not, and it's not as if I'm doing it purposely that, oh, because I said it. No, no, no. It just happens is when I reflect in the night that I'll know like, oh, that was what I set out. Because sometimes you set it in bed and you forget. It doesn't stick to your memory most times. You now realize, oh, that was what I set out in the morning that today is going to be like this. That's I think you can program your day. It's when you come back most times you realize that, oh my God, that was the intention. Do you understand? So when I receive all those things, I come back and reflect and I'm like, oh, yeah i said something similar oh no wonder i got that help you understand it may look ordinary to you it is not ordinary my dear the more you, you reflect the more you write down your goals you realize that these things are actually miraculous things they are not ordinary gradually you begin to build yourself on setting up that is how miracle workers grew they did not start one day it started with little tiny things like that their faith kept building, kept building. In the race of faith, when you are running a race on this earth, you are running a race of faith, there are times you will crawl. In fact, your starting point will be crawling. You will stand, you will fall, you will get back up, you will cry, you will fall, you will get back up, you will walk, you will run. So when you are crawling, it's maybe all those little, little things that improves you, that builds your faith, that, oh, this thing is working. Do you understand? Those are those moments. That's what God is trying to show you, his power in your life, how you can use it in your life. Most people don't know this, but it's true. Set out an intention, set out your prayer, set out a mantra. A lot of people do this. Even people that don't believe in Christ do it and it works for them. So imagine you that know the power that you have. Shouldn't it even work better for you? Do you understand? It should. So that is how to bring about your miracles. Everything I've been teaching in these three classes is to teach you how to bring effective views of your spirituality in this three-day life so that you don't think, ah, is, is it the scripture? So now you start to put scriptures to these things I'm saying. There are so many scriptures backing up everything that I'm saying. So many. Start to read your Bible and start to see all the scriptures that are backing, especially your New Testament. You will see that many of the, the followers of Christ, they set out with intention whenever they are doing things. Okay, listen to the gospel, listen to even the Old Testament itself. The moment they don't have any goal or they don't have vision, you see them, they are parambulating in the Bible. They are moving around and around. But the moment they come to their senses and have a sense of vision and goal, they move forward, right? 
So that is why I started with vision first. First thing, have a vision. Second thing is to know who you are in Christ, self-aware, display your word, be confident of it. Third thing is to have an intention and that your intention can be a goal as well. Then detach yourself from it. Like you already know it will happen. So why will you be thinking about it? Do you get detach yourself from it? Find a way to detach yourself from yourself occupied with other things. Find a way, figure it out, you'll find a way. I have more in my courses to come, but I will round up here. I hope today's class is awesome. I hope I hope. <laughs> I just did wow. not my slide. I don't know what happened to my internet. Thank oh, you. Okay. Thank you. It's fine. We still yeah. we still had a blast. We still had a good yeah. time. Thank you very much. And I just want to give some scriptures to some of the things that you've said. You know, you're talking about you know, the attachment. Yeah. That do not be anxious for anything. But with prayer and supplications and thanksgiving, make your request known to God. So she yeah. did have an intention. Your intention is like yeah. making your request known. This is what exactly. I want. Then she said, "Detach." That means don't be anxious. So let it yeah. be. And then the, the um um next verse says that the peace of God that passes all understanding. understanding. So people will understand yeah. and tell that you have challenges, but you are peaceful in it because you already exactly. know that it is John. You see, that's yeah. just what she explained. So that's how to practicalize scriptures because most of the time, okay, maybe I can just um. Um, go back a bit for those that are just joining us. You know, um, our word for the year was from the book of, um, or is from the book of Ephesians chapter three and verse twenty. Mm. It says that God is able to do. Ex- yeah. Working us, so God was literally telling us to learn what it means like to unleash the power that is within us that the game is no longer mm-hmm. it's not on him anymore it's about us unleashing the power that we already have inside of us and that's what it's we have been way. about from the beginning of the year the only issue yeah. is that we've not been able to understand how to use it in our reality yeah. so one of the things that Chiwi has done for us this month of april is not equal it doesn't equate the scripture that you have learned and you're wondering this thing that i'm believing is it true is it not true you know that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to you know um solve that's the problem that we're trying to solve with the um classes that chain we are taking us through and thank you very much i mean you've done justice to it you really done justice to it yeah. even me um, i'm blessed like a lot of scriptures have just been coming to my mind as we're talking. I'm like, oh, this is what this means. So oh, this is what this means. So oh, then, like, just okay. the one I just explained. Do not be anxious for mm-hmm. me. That scripture is now it carries more weight in it <laughs> than what I used to know. And now I've even mm-hmm. learned how not to be anxious. Yeah. It is a is a different thing for you to know that okay, don't be anxious. And you're like, I can't help not being anxious. But now we've <laughs> learned right. how not to be anxious, right? Yes, okay. it's really been impactful. Thank you very much. I don't know yeah, if anyone has questions to ask at this time before we we'll round off the class. If there's any question, don't worry, it's recorded and you can always still listen in again. We all have the rec- so um oh, any question or any contribution, maybe we can also still get feedback, more feedback how the class has been so far. Okay. So okay, I'm calling you. Let's hear your feedback or your questions if you have any. Okay, so um this is the first time I'm joining the class, and I must really say it was wonderful. I learned a lot from it. You know, this is something that most—I won't say everybody, so most of us—we know, and we usually do it. But at some point, we tend to forget because, well, life happens. But this class right now has made me like it has made me remember okay this is how it's supposed to be i'm not supposed to worry about anything i'm just supposed to um leave everything to god know that it's going to happen be be just be thankful so yeah. it has made me remember again so thank you very much i really enjoyed the class and you were uh, you added a bit of um yeah you were very funny, Sha. I was laughing almost all through. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It's fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And also, I think Thank I experienced you. made it relatable. Like, all the yeah. experiences and the examples you were given made it relatable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for the feedback. So, let me call on Ada to also hear from her. Question or feedback? Ada, are you there? Okay. 
I'm not sure if she's here. Maybe she's not here with us. So, Jane, do you want to speak? By the way, Jane is a new member of hers. She's oh, this welcome, Jane. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, so Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really love it here. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. so do you have any question or you want to give us feedback from the class? What you've learned? Um, I don't actually have a question. I just want to say the lesson, the things I heard this evening gave me shock. I, I was like, uh, so people reason like this, things like this have been in existence and I'm just finding out today. The part where she was talking about when you want to do something, you just act like a child. You just left so many things in my head because whenever I want to do something, instead of thinking positively, I'm always having these negative thoughts attached to the positive thoughts. What if it doesn't work? What if this happens along the line? But after listening to what she said, I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. And at a point, sometimes she's so funny that I was even laughing. I was like, wow, this is interesting. I enjoyed myself in the program. Like, I didn't even want anything to distract me. Even if I see messages, I was, I was like, no, I won't live here. I'm happy I'm here and I'm glad to be here. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I learned a lot. So I'll put most of what I learned in practice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So please listen to the other recordings, okay? So that you get the whole picture. Okay, I will. Please listen. You will enjoy it, okay? Yeah, okay, I will. Thank you so okay. much. All right. Thank you, everyone, for the feedback. Um, thank you very much. So I have my darling husband here supporting us. I saw Aww. to acknowledge him. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for joining in. So <laughs> do we get your feedback too? Do you enjoy the class? Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Hi, Chinwe. Hi, Jane. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much, Chinwe. It was, it was spot on. You know, um, yeah. It was really spot on. And um, I just want to encourage everyone, you know, um, to... Um, so what I call it, I call it next steps, to begin to clearly define what your next steps are from all the things um, that Chinwe had spoken about. They are extremely very valid and extremely, um, and also very scriptural. You know, just to encourage everyone to it's, it's it's not just enough for us to listen and be excited it's also in the doing as well and i'm so happy at what i see here um what i see and what i've heard so far um thank you so much chinwe for this thank you so yeah, much um, okay. thank you for having me as well thank you. yeah you're welcome okay i uh, have a great week you too Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Money Magnet Podcast. It brings me so much joy to bring this type of topics to you. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends by posting them on your status or Instagram stories to help spread this message to someone who needs to listen to this. I truly appreciate you as you listen, share, and subscribe to this podcast. God bless you. pray for you today that in this month of april you would overcome every challenge that has been thrown upon you you will rise up above it and you will fly higher and higher in life i pray that you will know deep down in your heart of the setting that you are loved you are protected 
and that you are healed no matter the infirmity that might be it is not real the word of god says you are loved and you are protected and you are healed remember this hang on sister you will be victorious in the name of jesus amen <laughs>